everybody we are live now streaming on rumble on youtube and on blaze tv i'm dave rubin this is the rubin report direct message it's october 27th and yeah yesterday was a huge day we announced the big rumble locals merger acquisition been a little haywire around here. Been doing a lot of press. Did Tucker last night, was on with Bongino this morning, and a whole bunch more. Uh, tomorrow is our Thursday Q&A, and I will answer as many questions, because I know a gajillion questions are coming in, asking about the tech, the legal aspects, how we're dealing with speech stuff, decentralization issues, all of the stuff. And one of the reasons that I wanted to partner with Rumble in the first place is because these guys want to be as transparent as possible, which is what we've tried to do with locals when it comes to our policies and everything else. Uh, that's why I'm sticking around. I didn't just uh, sell the company and walk. I am staying on uh, as a part of the public face and, and to guide policy on the company going forward. And Bongino and I and, and several other people uh, who will come out of the woodwork soon enough uh, will try to communicate all of the policies as clearly and cleanly as possible to you guys. Um, so tomorrow when we do our Thursday Q&A, I will get to more of your questions and, and tons of them have been coming in. So if you wanna get your questions in, you can go to rubenreport.locals.com. And by the way, we do have live chat going on right now. If you wanna chat live during the show without bots, without trolls, without crazy psychotic internet lunatics, rubenreport.locals.com. And of course there is an iOS iPhone app and a Droid app as well. Before we get to anything though today, I just saw something so horrific, so profoundly disturbing, so rotten to the core, something that would make you want to jump out of a window and I thought I should show it to the audience. Take a look. When's the last time we dropped our things and when? <sighs> Was that just the worst thing that you've ever seen? Yeah, that was Terry McAuliffe, who is this really horrible Democrat who's running for governor of Virginia. And of course he's calling the other guy uh, racist and all that. He's standing next to Joe Biden, who's the guy pretending to be president. They don't have masks on. And just look at these people dancing, it's hard. Let's run. When's the last time we dropped our things and went? They're so human, aren't they human the way they move? They're so human and they like to dance. It's just, why did I do that to you? I've ruined your day. I thought my day was ruined. Why can't I ruin everybody else's day? Absolutely horrible, but it was making me think. You know, I often say how, uh, remember the orange guy, Trump, with the hair and everything and the funny way he tweeted? Um, he would dance at a lot of his rallies and I always would say that Trump somehow, despite being a billionaire orange man, was more authentic than all of the Democrats. If you just look at all of the Democrats, they're so deeply inauthentic. All of the people who were running last time, whether it's Biden who doesn't know where he is, or Pete Buttigieg who's just doing an impression of Obama, or Elizabeth Warren, I'm gonna get me a beer, and she also pretended to be Native American to get a job. Like these people are such frauds. Although I will give Bernie credit, like he truly is like an old socialist curmudgeon. That is Bernie Sanders, there's no doubt about it. But I was thinking, even Trump dancing is more authentic than these people.
Tell me you don't miss that man with the hand pumps and the pointing, and the whole thing. It's like, that's him dancing. One more time, just watch. Ugh, McAuliffe. Ugh. All right, all right, enough of that, enough. I, I miss Trump. These people are just all horrible. Anyway, we got three stories for you today. Uh, DeSantis, Ron DeSantis, who I had dinner with on Friday night at a fundraiser in San Francisco. I went up to this dystopian hellhole that is San Francisco. I mean, it really is quite horrible. Uh, but I was at a, a pretty exclusive fundraiser for Ron DeSantis. Uh, for the record, before the haters get in, I did not have to pay because I'm obviously gonna interview him at some point, And I felt that would be unethical, so I was able to get and otherwise, um, but I think he's a great guy and, and I listened to him talk and he was just great. Throw the, throw the picture up of the two of us. It was just, it was just a really great night. And as I said on uh, Monday when we originally uh, showed that image, it was just so nice to be listening to a politician who actually was talking about America in a decent way and talking about choice and not crushing you in every way possible and welcoming police officers and nurses to his state if they can't get work in other states because of these draconian mandates and everything else. He was just a freaking decent guy and he took every question that anyone could ask. He was, he was just great. So anyway, so DeSantis has just about had it with the infallible Fauci. So he really went off on him because of the dogs that we covered, the dog story we covered a couple days ago and just generally what's going on with the mandate. So we'll talk about that. Then uh, if you didn't realize it, they are coming for your children. I, you know, like I get it. You're just gonna go along a lot of, not you, my audience, because I know you guys aren't and you're fighting and you're trying. And by the way, I feel some momentum now. Don't you feel a little, a little bit of momentum? Like it feels like maybe we're getting some wins here. I mean it because of, partly because of the deal yesterday, the big Rumble Locals deal, but I also mean like parents are starting to fight back. Like good people are pushing back. Like something good's happening here. Well, they're coming for your kids. They're coming for your kids. The FDA is now approving uh, the, the vaccine the COVID vaccine for kids as young as five years old, but you're not gonna believe this video leaked and even some of the people on the board of the FDA who are pushing this stuff through, they don't know if it works and they don't know what it could do to children. Yeah, video, we got it, believe it or not. And then finally, uh, this Marxist communist anti-American Congresswoman Ilhan Omar, who's really just, just horrible. I mean, she wants to destroy America. Her words, not mine, like she doesn't like America, even though she's a first generation immigrant from Sudan, she has power and money and influence and all of those things, but she thinks this place is horrible. Well, because she defunded the police in Minneapolis, well now crime is rampant, stores are closing. It's just an absolute disaster there. Crimes, uh, murders up, like the whole freaking thing collapsing. So who's she blaming? The police, yeah, surprise, surprise. We got some video on that. Uh, guys, before I get to any of that, I wanna talk to you about Chamonix. You know, we've been telling you about Chamonix for a couple weeks now. Samantha from Arcadia, California is raving about her remarkable results. I love GenuCell plant stem cell therapy. I've used it all over my face, under my eyes. It's cleared up the flakiness, even reduced my forehead lines, and someone even asked if I got work done. Nope. 
Just Genucel by Chamonix. Fine lines, forehead wrinkles, dark spots, bags, puffiness under your eyes, gone right before your eyes. And best of all, guaranteed results in as little as 12 hours or you get your money back. It's that simple. Now get this, Genucel has now sold over a million products. Yeah, a million products. Lots of companies have tried to duplicate them and they all fail. It's for both men and women. And I just mentioned in a recent show that when I look back on my old PragerU Why I Left the Left video, I was stressed out of my mind and I had huge bags under my eyes but no more. I look younger now than I did then. Even my assistant Helen has been raving about their Crystallis microdermabrasion treatment. People all over the country then try Genucel products. They fall in love and they buy them again and again. Now you can see the difference today. Get 50% off their most popular packages. Go to lovegenucel.com Dave for 50% off. These are all of their customer favorites. Go to love, G-E-N-U-C-E-L-U, G-E-N-U-C-E-L-E.com slash Dave to get 50% off. Order today, all orders upgraded to free priority shipping from our friends at lovegenucel.com. And now back to me. Should we show that dancing thing one more time? It's so horrible, I can't get it out of my head. One more time. Let's rock! When's the last time we dropped our things and when? You know, I can't, I can't start the show that way, like really throw everybody into all the stories that way. Give me a little Trump, give me a little Trump. Just great, it was like a dream. Were those four years, they were like a dream. It's crazy, it's crazy. Meanwhile, I always wonder, did Trump know what the song YMCA was really about? Does he know what those guys were doing at the YMCA? Kind of makes you wonder, but it just goes to show he's open, he's down, he's cool, all right. Uh, Okay, so let's talk about Ron DeSantis. So this is the governor of Florida, who of course is basically saving the entire country right now. He is modeling for other governors and for regular citizens how to stand up for what you believe in, how to defend your citizens, how to defend our way of life, and make sure that an ever encroaching federal government, which wants every piece of all of us at this point, does not get all of those pieces. Uh, And Fauci has now had it, uh, sorry, DeSantis has now had it uh, with Fauci, who of course, just the other day, it has leaked out that the NIH under Fauci was funding research where they were literally taking the heads of dogs, putting them in a box with these fleas that were eating their faces off while the rest of their bodies were left outside so they could not, I'm not gonna show you the image again, so that they could not even defend themselves. Really horrific stuff and it makes you wonder what else he was funding. Well, here's DeSantis on Fauci. No NIH gave money to fund research, gain of function research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. So what they're doing is they're taking US tax dollars in China and they're trying to create super viruses that'll be more dangerous uh, for, for humans. And they'll say, well, we wanna figure out how to combat the viruses. But you're doing this, this is very hazardous. I think it's unethical to do it. Uh, they should have been banned from doing it, but I think they went around the ban. And so we've gotta shut that down. You can't have mad scientists running around playing God like this and then come to find out what else is Fauci and NIH doing? They're doing cruel experiments on puppies. What they were doing with those puppies 
is flat out disgusting. It's despicable. That needs to stop. I cannot believe American tax dollars uh, would go uh, to treat those dogs the way those dogs would be treated. And, you know, I really think Fauci needs to be held accountable. These people, these bureaucrats, they don't get to just run wild and do whatever the hell they want to with our tax dollars. And so from funding gain-of-function research uh, to treating these puppies with really unimaginable cruelty, uh, I think that whole lot of them uh, need to be cleaned out, and we need to be standing up for the American taxpayer and doing things ethically and not doing things like gain-of-function research and certainly not abusing puppies. Thank you. Like, did any of you watch that and think, man, that's a bad dude? That guy doesn't know what he's talking about. He sure is a mean guy. He's defending puppies, and he's defending the right for us to know where our tax dollars are going and to make sure that those tax dollars don't go to fund uh, bugs eating the faces off puppies and also this gain-of-function research. So quickly, on the gain-of-function stuff, you guys all know about this already, but it has come out. I mean, it is simply true. And we've played video, I've talked to Ron, uh, Rand Paul about it. Uh, Fauci lied under oath about what the NIH was doing at the Wuhan lab. They were funding gain of function research. And there's that very famous video, we played it a couple times, I'm sure you guys have all seen it, where Ron, uh, Rand Paul asks Fauci about it and he gets all indignant and sir, you don't know what you're talking about and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, it's turned out to be true. We now know that it's true. So Fauci lied under oath. Will he pay for lying under oath? I sincerely doubt it, as I mention all the time. James Clapper, for, former head of the FBI, a CIA, lied under oath uh, about, you know, are we surveying uh, people in the United States, our own citizens, and what happened to him? He said not wittingly, and now he's a CNN contributor. Uh, Jack Dorsey from Twitter was asked under oath, do you shadow ban people? He said no, obviously they do. So you can just keep lying under oath and nothing ever happens to you. So nothing's gonna happen to Fauci in, in a legal sense would be my guess. Although maybe, maybe, maybe there could be enough public pressure where finally they would turn on. My, my guess is though that that probably won't happen, uh, but we shall see about that. Uh, but yes, we did fund it. There's DeSantis calling him out on it. There's the dog stuff. It's like, if you don't care about humans, I know a lot of people, we don't really care about humans. We care about dogs more, and I respect that. I'm more, I'm a more of a dog guy anyway. Uh, but like, what was he doing? What was he doing? And I get it, scientists do all sorts of weird stuff, but that doesn't mean that they should. And whatever it is that he was trying to prove by have those beagles faces eaten off while they were alive and unable to defend themselves, it probably wasn't worth it. And I guess the real question, as DeSantis is saying, is basically, is that where you want your tax dollars going? Is that when you pay your income tax at the end of the year and you go, oh, we're funding the government, funding the government. Well, I assume they're gonna give us roads and we're gonna have some firefighters and some cops, although not if we live in blue cities. Um, but also I'd like a few dollars of mine to go to fund making sure that dogs get their faces eaten off. Pretty sure nobody's thinking that. So DeSantis is fighting the good fight down in Florida. DeSantis is also offering $5,000 for police officers from other states who wanna come down to Florida and get a job. So if you just have had it with whatever state you're in or you don't want the vaccine mandate, then I saw a bananas video. We'll show it tomorrow. I saw it literally a minute before we started the show today of uh, what's her name, that lunatic on MSNBC, Joy Reid, uh, basically mocking DeSantis for offering jobs to these officers who wanna come down to his state that implying that he wants sick people so that they can cough on the elderly and he can kill more people. Like that's how bananas these people have truly gotten. 
So Ron DeSantis, man, just keep at it, keep at it. And I will say one other thing. Uh, it, it was a private dinner, so I can't fully give you his answer, but I did ask him during the dinner. It was, I don't know, uh, the, the event was probably 100, 150 people. The dinner was probably about 14 or 16 people or so. And it went around and he just took questions from everybody. And I said, are, are you ready to stand up to the machine? I mean, the machine that is gonna come at you with unimaginable things. And he had a pretty damn good answer. This guy's not afraid. This guy's not afraid. So we, we got some hope, people. That's my point. All right, let's talk a little bit more about uh, the vaccines. You know, I said to you a few weeks ago, I, I don't wanna talk about COVID that much anymore because in many ways, it's more a virus of the mind at this point. If you've decided to go about living your life how you see fit and get vaccinated if you want to or not, if you don't, and you take into account your, your doctor's feelings and all of that stuff, it's like, we need to move forward. We're, we're two years in already. It's like, it's time to move on. However, because they keep coming at us with more crazy mandates and now more, uh, I would say attacks, that is the right word, attacks on children, it's like, we gotta talk about it to some degree. So uh, in the last day or so, the FDA has voted 17 to zero uh, to start okaying vaccinations for children, five to 11 years old. Well, now some video leaked. Uh, this is the editor of the New England Journal of Medicine. His name is Dr. Eric Rubin, and I am in no way related to Dr. Eric Rubin. I want to make that very clear. I am also in no way related to Jennifer Rubin, the Washington Post columnist. These are Rubins that have nothing to do with me. I am not related to Dr. Eric Rubin. I am not related to Jennifer Rubin. Anyway, Dr. Eric Rubin is one of the 17 people on the FDA panel, and they were talking about vaccinations for children, and this video just leaked, and if you don't think this is mind-blowingly extraordinary, I don't know what to tell you, this is nuts. But we're never going to learn about how safe the vaccine is unless we start giving it. Um, that's just the way it goes. We're never going to learn about how safe the vaccine is unless we're giving it. He's talking about two children, two children. Now I wanna be clear, there were a couple clinical studies for kids that were very, very rushed through, but that man is one of the 17 people on the board that is deciding whether your children, five years old, are going to be injected with this stuff. I'm not saying anything bad is gonna happen if they're injected. I don't know, but either do they. So I'm saying leave it up to you, but these are the people who are gonna wanna make sure that if you send your kid to school, or if you send your kid to the freaking roller skating rink, do they still have roller skating rinks? Is that still a thing? Or bowling? Are kids allowed to bowl anymore? Like that they're gonna demand that your kid gets vaccinated. So this is absolutely crazy. They are admitting we do not know what will happen until we inject this stuff into your kids. That was shown, I believe, live on C-SPAN. Are you seeing that on CNN today? Are you seeing that on that clown network MSNBC? Absolutely crazy. And it's just such a long string of misinformation that these people tell us. You might remember this video. This is from Joe Biden's town hall, not the one he did a couple days ago with uh, Anderson Cooper, where he just muddled and befuddled his way through the whole thing and yammered and stammered and ugh, it was horrible. This is from a couple months ago. And listen to what Joe says about the vaccines. And you tell me, is it true or not? The, the various shots that people are getting now cover that. They're, they're, you're okay, you're not, gonna, you're not gonna get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Well, 
hot damn, you're not gonna get COVID if you have these vaccinations. That either was 100% of a lie by the man pretending to be president of the United States or the vaccines are not working as promised. You may remember this guy, Dave Rubin, who back in July tweeted out that vaccine mandates are coming and the vaccines are not working as promised. That Dave Rubin guy, real right wing nutbag, he got banned from Twitter for saying that. Then I was able to get enough uh, public outcry on that that they admitted that it was an error, yeah, just an error. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. So let me get this straight. We're gonna have to test on the kids to see what's going on here. That's coming from one of the doctors on the FDA board. Now you've got the president a couple months ago saying, yeah, if you get vaccinated, you're okay. But we know that not only are people still getting COVID if they're vaccinated, but they're still transmitting COVID if they're vaccinated. Uh, but now some fairly well-known influential doctors are finally stepping up and saying this stuff related to the kids cannot go on. Uh, we've got a tweet here from Dr. Aaron Keharity. He is a professor of psychiatry and a director of medical ethics at UC Irvine. He said, let the record show, I am convinced that today's decision by the FDA to give EUA authorization for five to 11 year old children for the Pfizer vaccine will be seen as one of the worst medical disasters of the 21st century. Say what you want in response and we'll check back in 20 years. Okay, so I know that some doctors will be for this and I know that some doctors will be against it. But the point is there is something to debate do you not think there is something to debate while 17 board members are at the FDA are saying, go ahead and just inject it into the kids and then we'll see what happens. That's what they're saying. They are literally, if you have a child that's five to 11 years old right now, I said to David this morning, we don't have kids yet. And in a weird way, as, as badly as we want kids and we are trying and it's been very complex, possibly because of uh, vaccines related to surrogates and everything else, it's like, I, in, in a twisted way, I feel almost blessed that we don't have kids yet because what a horrific decision you would have to make if you have a five-year-old right now and they're saying your kid's not gonna be able to go to school, your kid's not gonna be able to participate in society. And then you watch a video that you're not gonna see on mainstream news and you've got the doctor going, well, we don't know what it's gonna do to kids. And then you gotta run around and tell all your friends that and the teachers and the administrators and they're gonna go, oh, you're a right-wing Q maniac. You're watching too much Alex Jones. I mean, this is what they have done to society and until you really realize that, like realize it and then you can empower yourself on how you fight these people. And, and that may mean you have to leave where you live. You may have to get to a state that is more associated uh, with the beliefs that you have. That is really the position that we are at right now. But that lunatic Ruben, okay? <laughs> that lunatic Ruben, like I would not be trusting that guy to be injecting anything into my children while he's saying he doesn't know what will happen until we do it and then we'll see, you know, sure. Uh, you know, they're gonna get big eye. Well, everyone's gonna be walking around one big eye, one little eye. But I don't know, we'll have to see. Ridiculous. Just because you're a scientist doesn't mean you're good, okay? That's an important, there, there's the line of the show. You, just because you're a scientist, it doesn't mean you're good or moral, okay? We need to stop worshiping these people. They worship themselves enough. Uh, we've got a quote here from Quartz, a little bit more on what's going on in terms of Pfizer and the FDA board and some collusion with all of this stuff. Uh, pharma giant Pfizer announced on June 28th that, former, that the former US Food and Drug Administration Commissioner Scott Gottlieb would be joining its board of directors. The move fell in line with a troubling pattern. After their tenure at the FDA, commissioners tend to go on to advise private companies in the pharmaceutical industry. In fact, nine out of the last 10 FDA commissioners 
years representing nearly four decades of agency leadership have gone on to work for pharmaceutical companies. The perception of a so-called revolving door, a chummy agreement between big drug companies and the regulators who approve their products for sale undermines trust in the FDA. By the way, it will not surprise you, I'm 99% sure I'm right on this, please check me, uh, that Scott Gottlieb is now a CNN contributor as well. So it's like these people, they move from the agencies to media and they bounce back and forth. That is what they do and we are all basically being manipulated by them. Uh, Amy B in the locals chat says, speaking of that, uh, we are all beagle puppies in a Fauci experiment. Doesn't it kind of feel like that? That's a, that's a great point. That's a great point. They are funding stuff that they are telling us they don't know the outcome and we're all the beagles right now. And guess what? It doesn't end well for the beagles once they have their faces eaten off, they, they euthanize them. Okay, so if you want these people injecting your children with stuff and then we'll figure it out later. You know, you know we're busy. We don't have time. And, and the irony, of course, is that they are rushing this through in the most extreme ways because it has nothing to do with COVID. It has to do with control. They're, we know the numbers. I mean, if I have to repeat this number one more time, I may have somebody, I'm gonna have someone just stand next to me during the show with a frying pan and he can just whack me over the head when I repeat myself. But the CDC numbers on five to 18 year olds, 0.002%, roughly 500 kids and half of them had other things going on and there's even some doubts in some of that data that it should really be much lower than that and that's not to diminish any of the value of their lives. But if 500 kids in a country of, we have about 350 million people in this country, it's like, that's why we have to lock down the country and kids should wear masks on, the, on their faces for the rest of their lives and not be able to you know, read human emotion and we should make them all depressed. And by the way, also then you'll just keep them at home more and they can be on TikTok all day and all of the, like, don't you see how this is all connected? The puzzle, man, it's coming together, it's coming together. And, and we are governed, we are governed mostly by morons. Morons and power hungry lunatics with the exception of Ron DeSantis, I like that. Uh, Rand Paul guy, I like Ted Cruz. There's a, there's a couple others. There's I should have a master list. Can we come up with it? We're gonna come up with a master list. Do we have a whiteboard? Can we get a white? We have a whiteboard in the garage. All right, that's it. I'm whiteboarding it. I'm gonna pull out my inner Glenn Beck sometime next week. Maybe I'll do it on Friday. And I'm going to write a list of sane politicians, and we'll do it on a whiteboard that can be dry erased. And uh, you know, if you're a politician and you suddenly go sane, very rare. They usually go insane. We'll put you on the list. That's it. We're whiteboarding it. Right, make a note on that. All right, let's talk about Ilhan Omar. You know, Ilhan Omar is one of the members of the squad. She is a far left progressive. She's basically a socialist, a Marxist, a communist. It doesn't matter what word you're using to describe her. She deeply hates the United States. I am not editorializing there. She's telling you, she came here from Sudan. She is as, uh, as a first generation immigrant. She has amassed enormous power. She has, come here in essence to destroy this country. She, she hates the police, she hates our founding, she believes the place is systemically racist, she wants it overrun with immigrants. These are all her policies, right? I'm just repeating her policies with a little bit of extra juice today. Um, but uh, no, I said juice there, not Jews. She doesn't like the Jews either, but that's something else. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well now, one of the things that she has done in Minneapolis, which she has wrecked, she has absolutely wrecked Minneapolis. It is one of the places where people are leaving. Nobody's going, honey, let's move to Minneapolis. No, they're getting the hell out of Minneapolis right now. Well, one of the things that she did in the last year and a half in the midst of all of this uh, Black Lives Matter and Antifa 
destruction of cities that you know you don't really uh, talk about because in polite company, you know those are the good guys when they're destroying cities. Um, she was all about defunding the police, right? And of course, you all know when you defund the police, that then is the hint to the criminals to do more bad stuff. So in places like Portland and Seattle and New York and San Francisco and Minneapolis, crime is through the roof in all of these places. Literally every metric that they check, murder, armed robberies, uh, you know, the whole thing, like every prostitution, everything that could go wrong is going wrong in all these cities. It's thanks to people like Ilhan Omar, but you're not gonna believe this. She's not looking at herself. Ilhan Omar does not have a mirror where she might go, you know, I really screwed this one. Uh, she's blaming the police themselves. Take a listen. What we must also recognize is that the reduction in policing currently in our city and the lawlessness that is happening um, is due to two things. One, the police have chosen to not fulfill their oath of office and to provide the public safety they are owed to the citizens they serve, right? It's documented. But even before that, it was documented. The Minneapolis Police Department is the most dysfunctional police department in our state and probably in the country. Man, she is no good. When I talk about these people that blatantly lie to you, that stare at you in the eyes and lie to you, what can we deduce other than they have really bad intentions? Like, I don't think she's an idiot. I don't like her, but I will give the devil his due. I think she knows exactly what she is doing. So I can only then deduce from that that this is a very bad person. She is the one that has demonized the police over the past two years. She is the one who has defunded the police. And she dare say that the police have chosen not to uphold their duty? How dare you? You're the one that has demonized them. You're the one has, that has caused many of them to retire and not want to work in these departments in your city because of your rhetoric. She hates America. She hates America. There's just no other way uh, to say it. She wants to destroy this place and to give the devil his due once again, she's doing it. That's what we have let these progressives do. And we gotta push back, but we are pushing back. We're pushing back not only, as I said earlier, on the technological side, but more and more parents are showing up to school board meetings, which by the way, there's an extraordinary video of Merrick Garland uh, getting crushed today because you know he had basically claimed that parents were, were domestic terrorists who show up to, uh, to school board meetings to fight against critical race theory. And the whole thing was based on a bunk note that has now been retracted, which I had predicted about five days ago. I was on Jesse Kelly's show. I, I literally made a joke about the piece of paper that it was written on. Oh, anyway, some of the cities are just gonna go down and other people are just gonna build great things. I'm on board building great things. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you guys, I know this was a little bit of a nutty show today. Uh, we were all over, hey, you know what? Let's show Dancing Democrats again, come on. Imagine thinking that old man pretending he's president and that buffoon Terry McAuliffe who's calling the other guy racist and whoever else was standing on that stage. Imagine thinking those are the people who are gonna save you. It's, it's I, I admire, I admire someone who could think such a thing. You're so blue-pilled that the bliss that you must live in, the ignorant bliss you must live in, it must be such a freaking joy 
to wake up every morning. Uh, guys, part two of my interview with Dr. Brian Keating, all about science and the assault that science is under. It's a totally different interview than, than I've done in the past, is up right now. It's really, really interesting. He's got a new book, Into the Impossible. I really enjoyed it. Uh, as always, you can play along at Ruben Report. .locals.com, uh, Q&A tomorrow, as I said, I'll answer everything that I can in terms of what's going on with Locals and Rumble and everything else. Uh, and we're back to a round table on uh, Friday. I know we've got Sean Spicer and Eric Metaxas. We're working on the third guest right now. And you know, instead of going out to Terry McAuliffe and old Joe Biden, do we have, is there a videotape? Do we have videotape of a certain orange man? Let's say a certain orange man dancing and enjoying himself with the American flag in the background. Do we have something we can do? Can we do it? Let's do it. Thanks for tuning in everybody. Be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast. And don't forget you can watch my direct messages live on Blaze TV and YouTube every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. And of course, if you wanna connect with me personally and get early access to my sit-down interviews, join rubenreport.locals.com.